Welcome to That's the Word, wholesome tales for the whole family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, you can run, but you can't hide. Inwardly, Wilmer groaned when the soldiers stopped him. Not this again. He lived in this sleepy little town to get away from soldiers, armies, and war. But the war seemed to have followed him. Wilmer thought it was bad enough when his old home was in the middle of a major battlefield. The armies moving back and forth across his yard, soldiers coming in as they saw fit, and artillery firing all around. That was enough war for his family for a lifetime. But the war wasn't done with them. The next year, their house was in the middle of yet another battle. And with it, they experienced another round of destruction and chaos. Wilmer had had enough of the war. He moved his family away from the war front, away from big cities, away from the highways, away from any place that could possibly become a battlefield. Especially since he traveled a lot for work, Wilmer wanted a place where his family would be safe while he was away. He found this sleepy little cluster of houses, too small, to call a town. This place was far out from any city or thoroughfare, completely out of the way. Wilmer was delighted. The war could not possibly come here. The family had enjoyed almost two full years without armies fighting across their yard. But now, against all odds, the war had come. Two armies were encamped all around. Here before Wilmer stood a colonel and several aides. At least... Wilmer thought, this happened while I was home. The colonel informed Wilmer that the commanders of the two armies are planning to meet and asked him for a suitable place. Since it was Sunday, the courthouse was locked, so that was not an option. Wilmer took the soldiers to one of the houses in the village. The soldiers were disgusted. The house was dilapidated and unfurnished, not at all suitable for the commanders. The colonel 
demanded to be shown another place. Wilmer again groaned inside. Once again, the war was not only in his yard, but entering his parlor. But he had no choice. Reluctantly, he suggested the commanders meet in his home. The first commander arrived with a few other officers. A few minutes later, the other commander arrived with even more officers. The two commanders spoke at length about old times, then briefly about business. The business was kept simple and straightforward. They drafted up an agreement. Both signed the document. Then both parties went on their way. That brief meeting in Wilmer McLean's parlor brought to an end a war which had begun in his front yard four years earlier. Back then, he and his family lived near a town called Manassas on a creek named Bull Run. And his house was used as a military headquarters for the first major battle of the war. A second major battle was fought over the same land before Wilmer and his family moved. The McLean family was destined to see both battles of Bull Run or Manassas and the surrender of the Confederate Army of Northern Virginia, commanded by General Robert E. Lee to the Union Army, commanded by General Ulysses S. Grant, ending the bloodiest war in American history, the Civil War, a surrender that occurred in Wilmer McLean's home in the peaceful, little, out-of-the-way village named Appomattox Courthouse. And for this week, that's the word. Normally, John Peter always thanks whoever inspires the story, and I think we have to agree that uh, Ken Burns could definitely be somebody we can plug in and say thanks for the the story idea because I do love the Civil War documentary series that he produced and there is very clearly the account of Wilmer McLean and his role in the beginning and the end of the Civil War. One of the things you shared before we started the afterward was how we have the name Appomattox Courthouse. I always thought that it was weird that 
with everything else in history, we specify the name of the town. And for whatever reason, with Appomattox, we always specified that it was in the courthouse at Appomattox. But it turns out Appomattox is the name of the county. And because there wasn't really any town to speak of in Appomattox, they founded a quote-unquote town that was Appomattox Courthouse, where the courthouse sat. I believe now it's a national park. It's no longer a town. The actual county seat has moved elsewhere. And that actually just reinforces the whole point of Wilmer McLean. He really wanted to go to a place where nobody else would go. We can show you the pictures in the story extras. There's about five buildings in this whole quote-unquote town. John Peter and I also took a trip to Washington, D.C., and one of the things I have always loved whenever I've been able to visit our nation's capital is visiting the Smithsonian Museums. And one of the museums had the furniture from Wilmer McLean's home where General Grant and General Lee sat and discussed the terms of the surrender of the Confederate Army. That was kind of a side chapter of the story. So when Wilmer McLean opened up his home to let the surrender happen in his parlor, after it was over and the commanders had left, the officers who were underneath them proceeded to raid anything that wasn't nailed down and take it as souvenirs. Wilmer McLean didn't want to sell, but they gave him wads of cash and just made off with the furniture and sometimes they didn't even pay for it, so the stuff that they took. Now it's trivia time. Da, 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 da. Last story's trivia question was, What was the decisive battle that secured Otto's empire, which was fought a few years after his marriage to Adelaide? The answer is... The Battle of Lechfeld, where the Magyars, or Hungarians, who were ravaging Western Europe were defeated near Augsburg. This story's trivia question is, who wrote out the formal surrender document that Robert E. Lee and Ulysses S. Grant signed? That question again, who wrote out the formal surrender document that Robert E. Lee and Ulysses S. Grant signed? And I can guarantee you that this person was not able to take that formal document as a souvenir. If you think you know the answer, email us or contact us on social media and let us know. If you enjoy That's the Word, please share the word. You can see the story extras for this story, You Can Run, But You Can't Hide, at thunderrock.org, where you can see pictures of William McLean's home and the town of Appomattox Courthouse. Thunderrock.org is also where you can sign up for our weekly newsletter and where you can find our social links and our email if you have any feedback or story ideas. Thanks for listening and join us next Wednesday for another wholesome tale for the whole family.